Right there, Liam here. Regular listeners will be like, what the fuck? Where's the theme tune? Where's the band sponsorship of the podcast? I fucking hate change. Starters, just calm down, my friend. You're going to like this because our buddies at 2000 Trees Festival want to give you 10% off. Well, not you particular, just you, everyone listening to this podcast. 2000 Trees Festival takes place from the 6th to the 9th of July in Cheltenham. For people who don't know geography of the UK, it's only a couple of hours from London. This year's headliners are Idols, Fries, and Jimmy World. The lineup also includes one of my favourite bands at the moment, Knocked loose and friends of the pod laura jane grace chubby and the gang anti-flag and pup i want to let you know that i'm taking no money to promote this festival i'm doing it because 2000 trees is a truly independent rock festival and it's fucking fun a great space to hang out and that's why it's won a shit ton of awards you can even go back to episode 16 of this podcast where i spoke to james scarlett one of the founders of 2000 trees festival so if you're searching for an outside festival this summer with a killer lineup then let's all go hang out at 2000 trees from the 6th to the 9th of july so how do you get the 10 percent off your tickets well quite simply all you need to do is use the promo code punks in pubs one word at checkout once again use the promo code punks in pubs one word at checkout right back to normality everyone calm down it is okay <laughs> Welcome to the Punks in Pubs podcast. I hope all is well. We have a special episode for you today. Unless you've been living under a rock or you live in Russia or China, you will know that the country of Ukraine has been invaded by Vladimir Putin and the Russian government. Sadly, for the past four weeks, the Russian military has murdered and injured thousands of innocent civilians in Ukraine. Last week, I received an email from uh, past sponsors of the Punks in Pubs podcast, Ukrainian punk band from Kiev called Cardinal Birds. They were messaging me to see if the podcast would be happy to promote a special T-shirt that the band have created alongside the charitable organization Rise With Purpose to raise funds for Ukrainian charities. Of course, I said yes. And if you follow the podcast's social media at Punks and Pubs, you would have seen me in the T-shirt that the band are asking you, listener, to buy. You can find the link to these t-shirts via the episode description of the podcast and you can pick them up from Amazon. I was more than happy to do this, of course, but I also offered them the chance to speak to you and tell their story of what's going on in their home country. They were keen, however, as you probably expect, in Ukraine, uh, communications and uh, reliable internet is an issue at this point in time. And also the lads are living with air raid sirens going off a lot of the day and then they have to head down to bomb shelters. So what we've done is something a little different. Um, We decided that I would email them some questions and they would reply back via email with voice notes. Obviously, this is going to... change how a interview is usually conducted. I don't get the opportunity to offer follow-up questions 
questions. I can't really elaborate on some of the stuff they say. Um, so yeah, it's not going to feel like a natural conversation. But I still think you get some understanding of what the band is going through right now and how the world of punk rock is so important to them and how you by just buying a t-shirt can really help the people of ukraine in this episode i will also be playing two tracks from the band in full you will first hear kill 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 and at the end you will hear a track called trust again you can find links on how you can download these tracks in the episode description of this podcast right over to you lads hi everyone this is d Hey, Max is here too. Lot at the microphone. And we are Cardinal Birds from Kiev, Ukraine. CK! 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 CK!
Thanks for talking to me, Vlad. Near 99% of the people listening to this podcast cannot imagine what you're going through right now. Did the invasion come as a surprise to you? No one could believe what was happening. Before the war, there was tension in the air, but until the end, everyone thought uh, that everything would work out. Russia was not the first time uh, conducting exercises on our borders. But now this is a reality. In the first days, we took care of our loved ones and some are outside the combat zone. Some are in shelters. Everything is relatively safe. Everyone is trying to contribute to our victory and simply survive. Basically, our day consists of searching of provisions and medical supplies, uh, volunteering and raising money for the army. Vlad, can you tell me where you are right now and uh, what the past few weeks has been like? Max and I are in Kyiv. D took his relatives to western Ukraine. Our last weeks uh, are the constant sounds of sirens, shelling uh, and the lack of those things uh, that we did uh, not even think about in, in peacetime. This is sleep, normal food and calmness. At such moments, you especially miss uh, the usual walking park with coffee. D, the punk scene has always been one of a collective action and support. Have you had other bands or people from our community reach out with support? I just want to say that punk rock is one of the branches of rock and roll. Since the beginning of the war, we have been supported by musicians from all over the world. A couple of years ago, I created a project in which I studied the Ukrainian diaspora in rock music. And during this time, I managed to get acquainted with amazing musicians of Ukrainian origin. These people who sold their albums in millions of copies were Grammy Award nominees, performed at the legendary CBGB club and traveled half the world with concerts. We got a lot of support from Gardy Johnson, from Big Sugar, Wally Palmer from The Romantics, Mike Zelenko from The Material Issues, Nico Case from The New Pornographers. Uh, they post on their social media about what's going on in Ukraine and help raise money for charity. Also, uh, we were supported by a large part of music lovers and the Ukrainian diaspora in the United States and Canada. If we take the United Kingdom, then we were supported by the daughter of the famous Ukrainian-British bass player Rick Rich, Ophelia. Her father played with the Rolling Stones, Eric Clapton and many others great musicians. Also, along with that is a great drummer, a British-Ukrainian, Steve Sedelnik. I also want to say thanks to a wonderful singer and guitarist from London named Benedict from the Thumpic Tommies, whose concert I managed to attend uh, last year in Kiev. He even offered me accommodation in London and said that uh, he would help organize our concert in this city. We are also helped by the head of our new revolution record label, the American rapper Wordsmith, a French musician nicknamed Unwanted. The list is huge and you can't even imagine how much support the entire music world is giving us now. It's incredible. Vlad, let's talk about 
something that um i think i usually ask in in a what would be classed as a uh normal using quotes uh interview how did you discover punk rock and why has it stayed with you as you've grown older for me punk discovered the we listened to different music in childhood but somehow we discovered kiss and acdc and from that mo- that moment our life is rock music punk in turn we liked its uh, diversity and freedom of action you can consistently experiment and find something new in this genre. Vlad, in a Rolling Stone article, um, they spoke about Ukraine's growing, diverse music scene, particularly hip-hop, techno, punk and hardcore, all blooming from the 2014 revolution. Do you see that as accurate? Absolutely. Until 2014, we were in the shadow of Russia. Many in the world did not even know where Ukraine was. Historically, we have been fighting for our freedom throughout our history, mainly with Russia. And now the moment has come when we can declare ourselves. We have a lot of talented people, musicians, programmers, and only after the occupation of Crimea and Donbass did the Western world begin to pay attention to us. I'm sure after our victory, the world will see how talented people we have and this will be an era of enlightenment for all areas in our country. Max, I know a lot of people play music to relax. Um, I This might be a dumb fucking question, but have you been able to play your drums and, and just try and take your mind off what's going on or is that just completely impossible? My drums stayed uh, at the school where I teach now I only have drumsticks with me, but while Russian killer missiles are flying over our head, I can think of anything else. I also understand that now everyone is afraid of any Russell, so I, I don't want to scare my family and neighbors. D, I'm interested. Obviously, there is a punk scene in Russia, and I would assume before the war, Russian bands and Ukrainian bands were playing in each other's country. Have you been able to reach out to any Russian punk or hardcore bands that you may have toured with in the past and ask them to speak out? Um, the only one I wrote this to is Dmitry Spirin from the Russian band Tarakani. I am subscribed to his Facebook page and have always had the opportunity to see his civil position. Even before the outbreak of hostilities in Ukraine, namely until February 24, Dmitry always spoke positively about Ukraine and soberly assessed the political situation in Russia. His father and sister live in Kiev, so he always knew the truth. I sent him videos of military operations in Ukraine and he even published some on his page. I know that now he is abroad and helps Ukrainian refugees. This is the only person from Russia with whom I had contact. To tell the truth, we don't follow the Russian punk scene, so we don't even know who to write to. Max, there is a uh, a Russian rapper called Oxymoron. He is huge in that country, and he has come out against the war. He is seeking to set up support gigs and, and protest the war. What role do you think the music alternative scene can have in this war? If all Russian artists told the truth, maybe... People would go to rallies against Putin, but the whole world knows that in Russia they lie in the news. 
people don't know the truth and if they know they don't want to believe in it max can you believe what is happening now is actually happening and and this is a very dark question but do you ever think that you'll have to put down your drums and possibly pick up a gun now in ukraine there are now professional fighters who protect us from russian terrorists we also have a lot of reserves but if necessary i will take up arms and defend my country max what's the feeling within your friendship group now i i mean is it defiance is it fear is it is it is it even loneliness we have absolute confidence in the ukrainian army our ukrainian people are becoming even stronger and more united we are in touch with the guys in the group every day we believe that good will soon triumph over evil Max, you have a president in uh, Zelensky, a man who is being kind of lauded in in the West. Zelensky is not from the world of politics, but is in fact a comedian actor. What are your thoughts on him? Our president, Volodymyr Zelensky, is a real leader. He refused to be evacuated and said that he would defend his people with weapons. He is respected all over the world. This is the president that Ukrainian needed. D, together with a charitable organization, Rise With Purpose, the band has created t-shirts that are being sold on Amazon. All proceeds from these sales of the t-shirts will be donated directly to charities in Ukraine. How did this idea come about? For the first few days of the war, I said in complete stupor. We didn't know what to do and the only thing we could do was run to the bomb shelter and pray. But time passed, I pulled myself together, started volunteering in the one of the shops, and all this time I was thinking, how can I help our country? One day I came up with the idea of creating patriotic t-shirts from our band, and I wrote to the management of our label. At the moment, music is our weapon. While we are fighting with the guitars in our hands, but if necessary, we will replace them with rifles. So the label found the right way for us to print t-shirts through Amazon so people in the United States, Canada and the UK can buy t-shirts without any problems. Unfortunately, now we cannot print t-shirts in Ukraine and send them all over the world. So thank God we have the internet and new technologies. D, on the t-shirts, it says, in punk, we trust. Why did you decide to, to put that on the t-shirt? <laughs> it's just an element of our logo. We added these words there because they mean a lot to us. For us, punk is more than just music. It's a way of life. This is a freedom of choice and thinking. We talk about this partly in our song called Trust. And I hope you play it on your podcast, Liam. D, if people want to support you and the band directly, uh, as well as buy a t-shirt, can they do that? And do you have like something like a band camp where people can buy music digitally? Any support like buying our music on digital audio platforms, subscribing to a YouTube channel, Instagram or Facebook comments will be support for us. Music is our calling and our dream. You won't believe it, but back on February 23rd, we were in the studio and finished work on our album. And on the 24th, the war began.
First there was the coronavirus due to which we postponed studio session many times and now this war. But despite this, the album turned out to be very cool. This is absolutely new music with a lot of vocal harmonies and a mix of different styles. We also filmed two new music videos, recorded a live album and are ready to upload new live videos to YouTube. We can wait to share this with all of you guys. Oh yeah, we have a Patreon page and we want to relaunch it. So it will be great if you subscribe to it. Thank you for talking to me. Um, I, I think I speak for everyone where I say stay well and we're wishing you and your loved ones are not harmed and that we can all come to Kiev soon enough and uh, have a beer and, and talk punk rock. Stay safe. Thank you. Thanks to you, Liam, and to everyone who listened to this podcast. If you have the opportunity and desire to help, you can buy t-shirts from us, the money from the sale of which we will send to the help the people of Ukraine. And as John Lennon once said, make love, not war. Peace. Thank you all for your support. Together we will win and see you on our world tour. Glory to Ukraine. Thank you all. Glory to Ukraine. And... See ya in peacetime. I've been lost a bit much in a rush to get a clutch of somebody who don't fuss. Sick of all these pictures, I'm dishing this old brush. This is for the people that's looking for higher ground and you're hoping they gain the trust of the people that put you down. Time to make your mark, tell them all, crowd around, time to battle for the crown. What about me? I have words to say. That happens every day. Bomb the
like to pick up a special T-shirt created by the band alongside the charitable organisation Rise With Purpose, please click the link in the episode description of the podcast or you can find the link on the punks and pubs socials at punks and pubs all proceeds from the sale of these t-shirts will be donated directly to charities in ukraine uh, as i said is a it was a different kind of episode i hope you enjoy is probably the wrong word but I, I i hope you found it interesting uh this episode um that's it for this week uh, uh hug your loved ones and and if you're going to a punk show and you see someone fall down, you pick them right back up again. Glory to Ukraine. Bye-bye.